Good morning on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have been talking about sowing to the Spirit or sowing to the flesh. The old nature, that which controlled us, that which we were under, both the control of the spirit of the age, the spirit of the prince of the power of the air, and the spirit of this world, all which run contrary to the Spirit of God. And because of that, we were called children of disobedience or children of wrath. But when we come to Christ, there is a freedom. There is a release from that. We're no longer under the dominion of sin. According to Romans chapter 6, it says, Sin shall not have dominion over you. The work of Christ in our lives was so complete and so powerful that there's nothing that we can add to it or take away from it to make it any better. The only difference between being saved and not saved is going to be in the reality of what we walk in. Before we walked in what we thought was real, that is the world that we lived in, a world of sickness, a world of disease, a world of hatred, a world of sin, a world under the rule of a very vicious tyrant, the devil. But when we come to Christ, the reality of being freed from that, all of a sudden, is made aware to us. By faith, God imparts to us or God imparts to us the faith necessary to walk and live this life. We walked according to the natural course of things, but now we walk according to the guidance of the Spirit of the living God. His Word that is now in its fullness, both Old and New Testament, is given as a guide. We now can live a life that is independent of and free from a life of sin. Now that doesn't mean that nobody sins. It just simply means that we can reach a place where we are more and so obedient to God and we're so conscious of His righteousness and we're so conscious of Him that we just refuse to sin. Now, if we start looking back at what we had covered a few days back, so a thought. Let's begin with that. Our way of thinking and our way of reasoning was one that was totally contrary to God. In fact, the majority of and our thinking and thought life was that of rebellion, refusing to obey, refusing to submit, refusing to follow or be under the submission of God's authority. In our lives. And our thought life is so powerful that many volumes have been written uh, throughout uh, scores of years now concerning the battle of the mind, where in our soul and in our thinking, the battle takes place as to being able to transform and renew our thinking. But because the body has not been surrendered to God completely brought under the submission of the work of the Holy Spirit as a living sacrifice which is the minimum we can do 
just say, Lord, here is my body. Use my hands, use my feet, use my eyes. Let them be instruments and vessels and vehicles of righteousness. But instead, our bodies were pre-trained, pre-accustomed to certain ways of thinking, certain ways of doing things. And when we come into the light, we come into the Christ life, many times we think that that is still part of our way of living. When in reality, if any man be in Christ Jesus, 2 Corinthians 5.17, he is a new creature. It says, all things have passed away. All old things have passed away. Behold, things, all things are made new. There is a newness to everything that is uh, done by Christ in our lives. When he comes, he comes with a complete work. That it, it, That is why it is a work of grace, because it was impossible for us to be able to, in any way, shape, or form, uh, try to live this life apart from Christ. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God. Now, not everybody experiences the fullness of what Christ has done for us, but it is there for us to be able to take advantage of it and walk in the fullness of what God has for us. According to Ephesians, He has made Christ the head in chapter 1, and He has made the church His body. He has made it to be His feet to be able to walk, to be able to trample upon uh, serpents and scorpions, uh, to be able to fulfill that which now Christ is in heaven, we are here on earth, and we are his body. And according to the scripture, it says when he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead, and he set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come, he has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So Christ in us, and the more that we walk in him, is a fulfilling and a manifesting of his life here on this earth. But part of that, even when Paul in uh, 1 Corinthians in chapter uh, 2, in the very last verse there, he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. There has to be a change in our thinking. But in order to be a change in our thinking, there has to be a decision made that we will present our bodies as a living sacrifice unto God. That is, our body is going to be the reasonable service that is going to be yielded unto Him. We no longer are going to be bringing uh, the blood of lambs or the blood of goats or the blood of bulls uh, before Him in the altar 
But our body now is the sacrifice. And on a daily basis, that means that our mind must be conformed, not to this age, not to this world, but it must be conformed to Jesus himself, must be conformed to his thinking, must be conformed to his way of doing things for us. Now, if we look at it, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So we're to present our bodies as holy. Now, remember, the body is not holy in itself, but when it is presented on the altar, the altar makes it holy. Jesus talked about this when he talked to the Pharisees and he told them concerning uh, the temple and the gold and, and the sacrifices. He said that, 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 the, that the, 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 the altar is what made the thing holy. It was not just the simple little things of, well, you know, the sacrifice is holy. No, it was the altar that made the thing holy. When Moses presented himself before God in Exodus, the scripture says that God told him, look, you're on holy ground. In other words, because my presence is there, therefore, that makes it holy. So when we present our bodies as a living sacrifice unto God, it is placed upon the altar, and upon that altar, then our body is made holy and acceptable unto God. And then it says, and be not conformed to this age. The word conform there that is used is be, don't be fashioned like. Don't be conformed to this uh don't be the same pattern that everybody else is cut out of, but instead conform to this. And in the book of Philippians, we have a beautiful uh, 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 explanation this in chapter 2 uh, on, on conformity or being fashioned as or like. The scripture says, do nothing through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem the other better than themselves. You have to train yourself in the Holy Ghost to do that. Because normally we want to exalt ourselves. We want to lift ourselves up. Let every man not look to his own things, but to every man also on the things of others. Many times we're more concerned about me, myself, and I, and everybody else comes second. But yet here we're told to look upon the needs or the things of other people. Uh, look at their situation, their circumstances. Uh, that means sometimes esteem them better than ourselves. And then it says in Philippians 2, 5, Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, and that's the word uh, morphe, that's where we get the word uh, metamorphosis from, who being in the, in, the, in the form of God, through the idea of shape uh, in nature, uh, adjustment, 
who being in the form of God did not think it robbery to be equal with God, but he made of himself of no reputation. In other words, he emptied himself. That is the word uh, kenosis that is used in the scripture. That means he made himself uh, uh, of no reputation whatsoever. He made himself void uh, or empty. Even though he was in the form of God, he thought it not robbery to be equal with, with God, made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form, the form, uh, once again, it's the, the same word that was used before in verse 6, the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found and fashioned as a man, uh, Basically, uh, his condition, being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto the death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. So when we consider the mind and we consider the battle of the mind, we have to understand that there is a conformity that we must come to. And that conformity, according to the book of Romans in chapter 12, in verse number 2, is that we don't be conformed to this world, but that we be metamorphous. In other words, that we be transformed, that there be a changing by the renewing of your mind. Now, as the work <clears throat> of the Holy Spirit in our lives begins to use our physical bodies on that holy altar on a daily basis, we're a living sacrifice, then we begin to change our thinking. By the Word of God, it is renewed on a daily basis. It is transformed on a daily basis. Just like the inward man according to the scripture, is also renewed on a daily basis. The inward man is. And as he is renewed, then we are able to prove, we're able to test, we're able to literally approve, allow, discern, examine, and try that which is the good and acceptable will of God for our lives. And if that is not important, then we live for ourselves. But in the scripture, it says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. People as believers are constantly seeking the will of God, but yet are having difficulty of finding out what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God for their lives because they still are living according to the flesh. In other words, they revert back to walking according to the works of the flesh, even though we've been delivered from all of this, and their ability to discern what is the will of God for their lives is not there. They can try to guess, they can try to assume, but they can never truly know 
what it is until they have made that concrete, solid decision of presenting their bodies upon that altar as a living sacrifice, even if it means dying a thousand deaths in a day and yielding to Him, then our mind begins to be transformed and renewed and we don't no longer follow the course of thinking that this world follows, but we follow the line of thinking that is, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That is, we think different because we are different. Have you considered that? Food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you. We'll see you on Thursday. Join us then. Amen.